Hello. 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 Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Chat, yeah, can, can you hear? Perfect, actually. So uh, I'm glad to be back again. Um, just recovering from everything, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I'm still uh, dealing with stuff. Everybody. Yeah, she can curse. Let's see. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna check to see if my microphone's not that loud. I can hear. Well, I can hear you fine. Um, and then just hope she can hear us. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> I just want to make sure you're fine because I can hear. I don't know if you can hear us because I thought. <laughs> No, because, like, sometimes I'll listen back to the recordings on Trias sessions, and I hear myself, and I'm so loud that, like, I need to lower down my microphone. That way it's at a perfect volume, but I'm not too mm -hmm. loud. Yeah. Well, the other thing, too, is that the audience can also tell us if we're loud or not. So, yeah. Can you hear yeah. us, audience? Yeah, audience. Yeah. Wondering if we're too too soft, too loud. Um, You know, are, we're, we're okay. We're fine. Just fine? Yeah, they said they could hear us all fine, so... They could hear us. Yeah. I, th I think the benefit of um the audio settings this time is I actually have been streaming reg regularly, so OBS has been used. I've been seeing it. You're on YouTube. I mean, I saw your YouTubes. <laughs> yeah, lots of Forza. Lots of cars. I have, you know, I play Forza too. We should probably, you know, meet up in-game. <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be fun. Right now it's just me and uh, Luna and Sometimes pars, it's very lonely. <laughs> I mean, for me, like, I, would... I, I, my, my deal has mostly been, like, my internet connection. That's the reason why, like, I haven't been streaming it when I'm playing Forza. But, um, you know, maybe I could just, like, pal, pal with you. But then I also noticed that you also play early, too. So it's like, oh, I'm still sleeping while you guys are still playing. <laughs> yeah, we get on right uh, with the season change. Says, somebody says in the chat you need to turn us up a little bit more. Just a little bit. There's a slight bit. Yeah, I did. Slight bit. I. Uh, there you go. You're negative ten instead of negative thirteen. Oh, so right. I listened to your uh, the Bros in the Band podcast the other day while I was drawing. Very good job, man. As always. Appreciate as it. always, yes. <laughs> I was yes. gonna get another one out, but then I had a paper to do and I couldn't get the other one out in time. Are you doing one for Rook, Line, and Sinker? Because I'm yes. sure you have a lot to say on that, that one. <laughs> that, that was the next one. I was so disappointed. Uh, to, to the Carl fan out here, I mean, he has a, he'll has he probably have a lot to say. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't have a lot to say on that one. I love that one. I hope we're talking about it tonight because I love that Yeah, one. We're, we're doing that yeah. next week on our Loud Casa Talks next Thursday. So uh, Sweet. stay tuned for that. I just did it recently on my podcast with my good pal, Jar, who's probably in the chat here. But yeah, go yeah. listen to the Loud Casa chat. That's my promotion yeah, right now. <laughs> just a heads up. I'm sorry if I've not been on Discord for so long. Work has been very busy. Um, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been pretty busy lately. But uh, I'm glad to be back here with y'all. Man, I, I'm just in a mood of I feel so surreal. It's been so long. How long? But it's the last time we actually did this again? Like November or something? Halloween. Halloween weekend. Yeah, okay, so, oh so like end of October, November. <laughs> wow. Been crazy. Oh, damn. All right, so <laughs> we've got 10 things. It's 
We're going to try and go fast. I know we probably don't have a lot to say for some of these, but I wanted to make sure we covered all our bases. So two years down the road, someone doesn't come on and say, you didn't cover this. <laughs> Wait, uh, it, Nat, are you there? Oh, she, uh, yeah, she's here. She's online, but can she hear us? We can't hear her. Mm. She's She's in the Discord chat. Um, you need to wait for her. But I, we can't hear you. Yeah. We can't hear you. Like, is your mic off? No, her not, mic's not off. I mean, but Discord, her Discord must be, uh, you might have to reconnect again. Maybe I have to reset it. Hmm. Alright, there. Let's see if she can reconnect. Hello, hmm. Nat? Hello. Yeah, Hello. We can there, there you go. Are. Hey. Uh, <laughs> we had a chance. <laughs> Did we lose uh, it. Again? No, no. <laughs> are you there, Nat? The AirPods. Something's going on with, going on with uh, her Discord. Uh, yeah. yeah AirPods. Said she's using her AirPods, so I don't know if she's using her phone or. Yeah, you got cut off again. Yeah. Yep, you got cut off again. That might work okay. out better if you use your headphones, yeah. Yeah, she'll be back in a bit, um, folks. I've been noticing. We love I've been technical no difficulties here. <laughs> Not, I've, I've been noticing we have been airing a lot of Casa Gratis episodes, but no new Loud House episodes. Oh my gosh. And I'm like. And I'm like, that's awesome, but I need some louds too, so... <laughs> They'll be coming back at the end of February. We finally have an air date for the Season 5 finale. Thank goodness. I know. I mean, I, I, I've been trying to, like, hold my feelings for a frame on you, but we have to wait until those two episodes appear so we can actually do another loud Casa Talks. I forgot like, that it aired in January. I did my episode with Jaw recently, and, like, on the... <laughs> Recording, I had a brain fart. Like, wait, those episodes aired in January. I totally forgot the air before <laughs> the football thing. And John was laughing, like, how did you yeah, forget? I'm like, I don't know. Appetite for, Appetite for Destruction and Frame on You did air before the Niners Cowboys game. I would remember that because yeah. the, huge, the huge Niner fan here who could have went to the Super Bowl. Okay, I'm angry still about last weekend. <laughs> oh, so sorry. I know. Now I gotta go for some Bengals now. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> okay, can y'all hear me now? Oh, wait, way yes. better now. Yeah, way better. Okay. Now. I guess it was something with my AirPods. I don't know. Maybe. It was just like it was just like fizzing out because we could hear you here for a second and then it, maybe it maybe it died or yeah. something. Because I, I could hear no, I could hear you guys. So mm. I don't know. Yeah. AirPods are weird on Discord. I tried using them once, and the microphone didn't work for me. Okay. So we're all here now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, as I said, ten things. We're going to kind of go down the list real fast. Um, yes. As I said on Twitter, if you want to tweet about us, hashtag THS005. Uh... And yeah, let's do it. First up, uh, La La Land. Oh, is that one episode oh. that got leaked? <laughs> yeah, I yes. totally forgot. I totally forgot about this episode, and then the, the next that La episode that just came out reminded me of it. So thank you for remembering this. 
Because I forgot about it. I love, the, I love the fact that in La La Land, it was supposed to be like an episode that was supposed to be paired Babysitter, but I know Babysitter aired at the same time with Do the Fruit Shake. So it's like, yeah. I was so confused on like how the air dates are supposed to be. And there's a reason why like it aired in Nicktoons first as La La Land and Babysitter. So like Nickelodeon, you didn't do your homework right. And I complained about it a lot, especially uh, when, we, when we reviewed it a couple weeks ago with the Loud Costa Talks. I was like... This is, Nickel this is Nickelodeon messing up again. And I'm like, guys, this is not how you're supposed to do it. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. It's weird how they schedule like, episodes around. But yeah. 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 I, I noticed something. They've been airing like Casagrande's marathons on Nicktoons every week. And it's a thing. It's a thing. Like, I don't know. Like, I have Nicktoons now. Um, and it feels like it's going to be like a, a permanent thing now. Um... Which is great because I can because I say for example like SpongeBob is going to be airing on Nickelodeon and you might as well go to Nicktoons and they'll have like you know Casa Grandes and Loud House ready for you so it's like awesome I can just go to that while I'm you know doing work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they've been like um, some of the episodes have been out of order. Like some things are airing different with uh, other things that didn't air with before. It was so weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, next week, the Carlade episode is supposed to be paired with that Hector Vito episode, and they're only airing the Carlade episode next week by itself, and then the Hector one by itself, which is so weird. Just air them both together. I don't exactly. know why you have to do it separately. I mean, like, it just makes it also confusing, you know? Like, it's weird how they want to air some certain episodes, and they actually don't make it, like, the real block as it is. But also, it is weird, what like... Nickelode yeah, it is what Nickelodeon does. Um, I'm hearing Nat kind of cut up there. That's breaking up. Oh no. Uh, yeah. Oh, connection uh, issues. Uh, uh, connection issues. What's that? Uh oh. Hold on. We cannot hear Nat. <laughs> oh, she's just like breaking up. I'm guessing her Discord is issue. Maybe reset. Yeah, maybe reset you're Discord. up. Maybe reset Discord. Maybe it could help. But mm. yeah, you'll need to come back. That where you're breaking up. You're sketching of the years, so not just a lot of fun. Somebody, somebody in the chat said, "Looking forward for more Carlade," and we're getting that. By the way, like yes, a lot of it next recently, week. Yeah. we're getting a lot of that recently. If you're if you're if you've been no noticing the episodes, I mean, we had that Tooth or Consequences episode. Now we're gonna have this one coming out next Friday. So, <laughs> um, it's just kind of like it's kind of like if you're into Carl and Adelaide, you're definitely going to be loving like this next episode. So it's like season three is definitely going off on a hitch with Carl and Adelaide. Someone in the chat says, there's a quite a few Loud House and Cascade episodes I haven't seen yet since I no longer have cable. Is there any other way to watch them? Uh, well, any we can't really recommend watching it illegally on this <laughs> channel. Sorry, I'm sorry, Kiss Cartoon. Do never, never go to Kiss Cartoon. I hate the advertisement. Uh, okay? Watch cartoons online. <laughs> seriously, seriously, seriously consider going to Paramount Plus. Uh, or, I mean... You could take that YouTube TV free tri free trial while you while you have it. 
I mean, if you have the Nick app, the official Nick app, and you had cable, well, it says you no longer have cable. You can't log in with a cable provider. No. That's what I do. I think. Yeah. I think they do like. They do like a free episode. Yeah, they yeah. do with the app. But the thing is, like, if you want to watch it, the whole like season or something, you need to like go to Paramount, Paramount Plus or YouTube TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah Paramount Plus. Like, if you want to catch up on the first four seasons of Loud House and the first season of Casa Grande's Paramount Plus. Absolutely. Oh, but yeah. illegally, you know... My deal is, like, guys, just help help the supporters out. And, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like Make sure the you support out. the show legally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that we get some numbers, go to Paramount Plus or the Nick app or actually watching it on Nickelodeon itself. But <laughs> um, I will say, if... You have me on Discord. You can message me. I can give you another way to watch it. But that's only if you don't have a legal way because the truth is if you want to support a show, you have to pay money. That's just how it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it yeah. is. But right. I think Paramount Plus has a free trial. Yeah, they do. It's same with YouTube yes. TV. And I know that right mm -hmm. now, like you have a you, you you have a two week free trial if you want to work on if you want to try YouTube TV. So you it can watch the, like it has all the channels. Like it has Nickelodeon, it has Teen Nick, it has Nick Tunes, it has Nick Jr. So literally all of the Nick channels are gonna be there. Um, if you actually go for YouTube TV, it's better than cable. I will I will tell you that. Yeah, but uh, since you haven't seen any of these shows, there will be spoilers. Spoiler alerts. <laughs> but I guess yeah. if you're a first time viewer, then maybe we can you know say if these episodes are good. That way you could check them out. So you know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we should probably talk back about uh, La La Land. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, um, oh, you go first, Nate. Yeah, okay, I guess I can go first since I I was the one who actually first watched it. <laughs> I remember like literally when it came out on Nicktoons. I I told Sunny, it's like, hey, you want to watch it with me so that we can actually like he streamed it for me on Discord. <laughs> 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 we watched it together. We watched it together. Like, yeah, yes, sure. It's me. <laughs> I think the I think the good part about this is that we actually have a Lalo episode, so we get to see Lalo become an actor, you know, being fabulous and just like being an actor with Phoebe Powers. Which, by the way, call back to that one episode of I guess who's shopping for dinner, because that mm -hmm. that's the first time we see Phoebe Powers, and the fact that Phoebe Powers came back for this episode kind of tells you like there's continuity that's happening here, which is awesome. <laughs> um, and that's always been a problem, but there you go. Casa Grandes are actually picking up with the whole continuity issue that has been happening with the Loud House. So, awesome. Casa Grandes is actually fixing this problem. Anyway, back to the whole episode itself. Um, I love how, like, CJ, Rodian, and uh, uh, Carl was trying to help out with um, with Sergio. Try oh, sorry, sorry, with, um, with Lalo trying to get himself to become an actor. Um, and I love the fact that, like, even in the tryouts, he ended up actually getting it because he actually looks like a dog, and I'm like, okay, cool. So, that was like, okay, you're still gonna get it no matter what, so I'm guessing the whole script is pretty much like, oh yeah, Lala will get the part, here he comes as an actor, and he'll do his stunts and all that jazz. Um, and to say the, and to say the least, like, um, with... Lalo being the celebrity and the kids being the entourage, I felt so bad for, like, Lalo because he's the one who's supposed to suffering the whole time while, like, Carl, Rodian, and CJ were all pampered. Like, you get to see Rodian play video games in, uh, in, in Lalo's trailer. You get to see Carl pretty much, like, take on Lalo's requests and just get, like, a chocolate fountain. 
which is I which is interesting. <laughs> but um I, I do like the fact that at the end too where like Ronnie and saved um but Ronnie kind of realizes like yeah um I would love to have a a skate date with P Powers but at the same time I need to save my dog so she ended up like you know helping out Lalo helping out Lalo at the end um and nonetheless it was still an interesting way to finish up the episode um but to say the least like this episode was fun I actually liked it for a first time Lalo episode I thought it was really interesting the fact that he could become a star and stuff like that so there may hopefully more potential for Lalo let's see what uh what other episodes come up for Lalo but yeah uh good episode yeah, I, I agree. Like, after all the Sergio episodes we've been getting, and the majority of those episodes aren't that good, except for maybe one or two, um, it was really nice to get a Lala episode, because I thought Lala was so underutilized in the show as one of the main pets, because, like, with Loud House, you have four pets, versus the Casagranes, you only have two, and it's like, oh, well, Sergio talks so he can get episodes. No, Lala should get an episode two. So it was nice that they actually gave him one, and they incorporate the kids into this episode, and like that, like I love like the underrated moments of this episode for me is how much Radian loves Lalo, like as her dog, like like the, the like one of my favorite scenes is when she's like complimenting Lalo, like when they first go to like have an audition, she's like, oh, who can say no to this face? It's like, oh, so mm. cute, and. Yeah, and yeah, I love the callback to Phoebe Powers, where it's like, oh, hey, Roddy, and like, as Nate Nomi said on their show, it's like, whoa, okay, continuity, where Phoebe Powers remember Roddy and from who's shopping for dinner, because, yeah, they had met up before, like, she met her in that episode, which is cool, and yeah, like, when Roddy was trying to decide between hanging out with Phoebe Powers or saving her dog, even though, like, Lala wasn't gonna get hurt, because, hey, it's a movie set, Lala, Lala Roddy was still worried about her dog, so, like, when the director's like, oh, man, you messed up the set, and Ronnie is like, I, all I wanted to do was just protect my dog. It's like, oh, every time she says that about Lala, it makes my heart so full that she loves her dog that much. Like, you know, because, again, Ronnie and, you know, and Bobby are still, like, like I mean, it's, it's season two, but, like, they're still kind of new members to the Casa Grande family. So the fact that Rodian has embraced Lalo as her dog specifically now is just, it's so heartwarming to me that she cares so much about Lalo. And I'll still, I'll still like praise that in the, in the other, the Pearl Malo episode where it's like, man, I, I want to see more episodes of like Lalo and Rodian because I just love how much she loves Lalo that much. So that's why I really like this episode. Again, that that I don't have a lot to say on it. I think it's just a very cute episode, and I'm very happy that Lalo got another episode in season three. But yeah, Lalo needs more episodes. I love him. He's a good boy, and yeah, this is a very good episode. I I'd like to add on top onto that. One of my favorite lines of this episode was Carl going up to the uh, assistant saying, "Are are you the person we get to boss around?" Here's a list of demands. <laughs> oh yeah, this, so was, Lalo, this, was, Lalo, this was Lalo's demand, sure. Uh, yeah, chocolate fountain. Yeah. I, thought, I, I, love, I love how the I love how the assistant was saying like, "Isn't chocolate bad for dogs?" Which is true. <laughs> also, another eat. really cool uh, continuity nod. The director in this episode was the same director from the the Loud House episode. Fool me twice. Which is very interesting that they kind of used her, I guess the same model character because like, like yeah, I feel like she's like a director design. Like she also yeah. appeared in Fright Fight in The Loud House too. So it's like oh okay yeah 
So it, it just tells you, like, oh, if you want a director, it's just pretty much her design. <laughs> She's uh, getting around places, being a movie director. <laughs> <laughs> well, this tells you that they're collaborating, too, Loud House and Casa Grande, so she can actually hop into the Loud House and do something about in Hollywood while at the same time he can also do something she can also do something in the Casa Grande as being up a director there too so it's like the best of both worlds in this one yeah okay there's like there's like one scene I, I kind of like really hated I mean like I really hated but more like maybe cry it was the one episode was that one scene where like you know we tried to find an emotional moment for Lala to cry that one part where, like, the ball, like, she she was, like, a young little uh, dog, and then, like, a ball just fell down to the drain, and he was, like, weeping. And the whole, and then, like, the fact the whole apartment ended up, we ended up flooded, too. And I'm like, oh, dang, okay, this is a very sad moment for you. <laughs> oh, yeah, puppy Lalo. When he was, like, Lalo. think of something sad, is like, as a puppy. And then we get to see puppy, like, I'm thinking about Pearl Malos, who just came out, as like, ah. is that the school episode that's a little bit better than this one? <laughs> it's like, wow, I'm being reminded of that episode now that just came out, and it's like a sequel episode. Can we get, can we get more? I think we're just feeling more Lalo episodes where we always get to see him, like, as a young, like, little uh, dog, which is, you know, cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cute. I, I just, I love Lalo. He's a good boy. I want him good to get boy. more Sergio, <laughs> please. He's a good boy. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we, uh, Nat, did you want to put anything for this episode, or? Uh, I don't really have any strong feelings on it. Just that it was cute. <laughs> and funny with like the especially with Carl, like you said, where the kids were like kind of using Lolo as just a way to get free stuff. It was kind of funny. Gotta respect the hustle, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> we know from a certain episode recently that Carl is the master manipulator. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll talk about that later today in this episode. Or yeah. later in this <laughs> session. <laughs> okay. So now let's move on to throwing pains. Hey, I got it right. I didn't know what was next. I just figured throwing pain was next. Yay. Actually, Yay. I think I'm one big episode for one big girl for one secondary character. Anyways, aka, um, AKA the random snow day episode. Why is it? I, I, I another, 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 another thing for me. Why is it a snow day? Why is it a snow day? It's so not random. A, it's not a, that is something Nickelodeon like mispromoted because he said like, oh, uh, winter special, new holiday special. It's throwing pain. That's not a special, guys. <laughs> please, whoever said that, please, in their marketing team, I bet. I hope, Nicola, you fired that person, your marketing team. Please. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, so, I was so, like, uh, thrown off the fact that it was, like, a... How, wait, it was supposed to be a Christmas episode? Awesome, but no! It wasn't a Christmas, not a Christmas episode. It's pretty much them in the, in the snow. Or more like, yeah, them in the snow while they try to fight for the gym. That was the whole entire episode. <laughs> yeah, someone said in the chat, why is the school open on a snow day? Yeah, why is school open on a snow day? Okay, and also, like, Naomi, you point this out in your podcast. Why don't the skate team just skate somewhere else, like, inside? Yes. Why do they have to be outside? They're like, oh, man, it's too cold to skate. Well, go do something else, like watch a movie or something. Play some video game. Why do you have to skate today of all days? Of all like, places, you could have done other things besides skating. It can't just be all skating so for weird. you guys. <laughs> it didn't have to be a snow day to have this whole episode. 
you know it's just, this, it's just this, so was just, this was just interesting because it's like yeah you know um i don't know if you're actually going to skate in the snow because yeah i'm pretty sure there is no gyms that actually have a skate like there's no skate park that's indoors or anything for you so <laughs> it's just, it's... <laughs> me in the chat dodge the balls with lots of oh, God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like after this episode of Throwing Paints, this is when we get to see like Becky actually like become a significant character in the Casa Grande, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She uh she's very she stand, she stood out in this episode very much. Alright, so I already started first. I don't know who wants to start on this one. <laughs> uh I'll 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 go first because I don't have a lot to say on it. But yeah, we should I guess we just should point out that Becky has a girlfriend named Dodge. Yeah, Representation, yes. let's go. We love to see it. They're girlfriends. Gotta respect the gays. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, it's it's a Ronnie and Friends episode. There's there's really a, it's like the Lincoln and Friends episodes in Loud House. There's always so much you can say on that was good too. That was meh, you know. Like this is a good one. I, you know, I I like that. Like one of my favorite scenes in this episode, besides you know Becky being preferred to be a lesbian, is that Roddy Ann really stepped up as a leader in this episode because she was teaching her you know her group how to you know dodge the dodgeballs and, and such such. And then like when they were you know down, Roddy Ann was like, "Hey guys, we shouldn't give up. We're a team. We always stick together." Like she was telling them like you know since when we climbed the mountain or when we hold when we held you held Samir. Uh, but we had Samir for uh, the scary movie. It's like, we're always together. We're always working together. Like, that really shows how much, like, again, underrated Ronnie and character development where she's stepping up as a leader to her friend group. Because, like, with Lincoln's friend group, he treats them more like a family versus Ronnie and treats her group like a real like a real team. They're working together, you know? Like, I really like that. And then Laird being the, the, the star athlete, you know, stepping up, be like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you out and yeah, and uh, using and Roddy and using his hair to catch the dodgeballs was great. So always gotta appreciate Laird stepping up, being a good character. But yeah, no, it's 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 pretty good. You know, I, I, that's all I ever have to say. I, I like some standout stuff in it, but it's just a pretty standard good Roddy and group episode. You know, that that's it. Um, so I think the one thing that obviously the one thing that came out for me was the fact that Becky has a girlfriend with Dodge. It, it, they look cute together. Like that, they, they. I love the fact that they're being all lovey dovey. So it just tells you like they're an absolute pair, and you know it's just cute seeing Becky and Dodge. I hope they actually emphasize that more. I mean, like obviously you kind of don't want to put a lot of it just because it kind of gets does get annoying. But at the same time, um, we, I mean, like if we're gonna go forward into whatever Becky appears in these episodes, it just only happens one time. So that's good that they're actually just keeping it in a mediocre tone. But I would love to see, like, say, for example, like a double date. Maybe, like, have Do have Dodge and, um, sorry, have Dodge and Becky together with, like, some other couple. I don't know who. But, um, yeah. Did, I mean, it, did it Ronnie Ann? A. good. <laughs> <laughs> you represent the gays here, buddy. Or, or you can have Ronnie Kid also. Mm. Where's the body kid? Let's go! <laughs> Happy <laughs> Everybody. Um, but, but but besides that, I mean, like, yeah, the episode was definitely like interesting. The fact that like the skate team needs wants to have like a spot for them to skate, and the gym is definitely that one spot. But 
you know, you don't need to actually skate all the time. And we explained that already earlier, like a couple minutes ago. Um, I do love the whole competition thing where it's like, yeah, round one. Oh, the Dodge team, t the dodgeball team lost to the uh, Ronnie Ann's team. And the other thing, too, is that also Ronnie Ann had a lot of practice as well. Like, he helped, she got help with the Casa Grandes with catching, with like throwing a, with throwing a dodgeball and all that jazz. And that turned out to actually work out when they played the competition. Um, I love the fact that, like, oh, yeah, what am I, it's like, I love how the dodgeball team is like, I have one player that is down. I'm going to bring in my girlfriend. Here comes Becky. And uh, Becky's actually crazy when it comes to, like, you know, playing dodgeball. And you can totally see, like, all the, all the uh, routines that she does. Like, she literally winds up for a, for a throw and literally, actually, it literally actually, like, hits Ronnie and, like, to the wall. I'm like, oh, my God, okay, you're a very strong woman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Becky, but yeah, um, you know, it's kind of cool that the fact that, like, only Becky is just a secondary character to keep seeing in the background. Now we get to see her a lot more emphasized in the Casa Grande, which is amazing. It just tells you, like, more secondary characters need more, needs more, like, attention and definitely sees, we see it here, especially with uh, Becky and Dodge and Throwing Pains. So, I mean, I do love the whole um, concept of this whole competition with the Dodgeball teams um, and the fact that, like, in the end, they ended up winning. Um, was it the Ronnie Ann and the squad ended up winning their team? But the other thing too is like I love the whole resolution at the end too, where they're kind of saying like, um, "Oh, this doesn't feel right. Let's just share the gym." I I kind of felt that was kind of like you could have just done that instead of doing competition, <laughs> but <laughs> um, it it still were were equaled out at the end. So I guess it was a good ending. I would still say it was a little bit questionable. Kind of feels like a cop out, but n nonetheless. Um, I loved I loved how the episode pretty much was taken with the whole competition with um dodgeball team and the skate team just, you know, trying to, their best to fight for the gym. Um and just the fact that we ended up having more character development when it comes to secondary characters and the fact that we also get like character development for Ronnie Ann, because yeah, like what Sunny says, she definitely does show up as a leader in this um episode and it's really cool to see. But yeah, um awesome episode. Is it my turn? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. I'm gonna be completely honest. This episode pissed me off. Ew. <laughs> Ooh. Explain. <laughs> I at first I was kind of neutral to Becky, but she just like really made me mad in this episode. And I was like on the borderline of putting her in my list of most hated characters. Which, if you know me, the only two characters in that list is Bendy from Fosters and Lila from Miraculous. Oof. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> I but... mean, she's been worse. <laughs> but... I want to say, I, yeah. I want to put her in, like, what was it? That, the, was it, um... God, I mean, like, the Foster's character that you pointed out. Yeah, yeah, she's terrible. I, yeah, I don't think... <laughs> like, she's not as bad, but it just really made me mad. <laughs> I was... Yeah. You know, everybody else, I mean, like like I said, everyone and, has their and, but Yeah. Now, like... Yeah. And so... But then the fact that they made, even the fact that they made her gay couldn't redeem her for me. I was just like, hmm, okay, she's gay, whatever. She's still a bitch. 
Okay, so wait, okay, here, here's the thing. Please don't let gossipy girl end up like ruining Becky's character. I mean, come on, it's just okay. You want to bully you that one time, okay? <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, from, from... yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Dad. I'm sorry. Have like characters have vanished and bit the dust, <laughs> but I like, and then, but then after that, like. She's had episodes where she was okay, like the one with um. Oh my goodness! I know we haven't talked about it yet, but it was the the recent one with her and Samir. Like that one was okay, mm-hmm. and then the one from yesterday, she was okay in that one. So like, I don't hate her. I think it was just one of those things where I was like, man, if I could punt this child out the window, I would. Everything you're saying is. Exactly my feelings about her and Gossipy Girl. Like, everything you're saying is like, this with Gossipy Girl. Like, I just wanted to throw her out the window. Why are you here in this episode? Go away. You just ruined the head, okay? We get it. (laughs) But at the same time, it's like, and then I thought about it, and I was like, because I don't, I watched it like, when was it? I don't remember when I watched it. It was like before it aired here. Like, I watched it, like, when it aired in another country. So that was like, a couple months ago, I think, but, um, so I've cooled out about it now, but, and then I thought, well, you know, the fact that she's gay is also kind of cool for the fact that she's not, like, the nicest person, so it's also kind of cool to have, like, a, like, a lesbian couple where they're just, like, I'm, I mean, obviously they're kids, but they're, like, not really the nicest kids. Because usually, like, especially in cartoons, when you have, like, the LGBT, they're always, like, a lesbian couple that, like, <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> in that way, too, so. Like, I don't hate her. It was just one of those things where she made me mad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, we'll talk about it, but, like, the recent episodes with her season three, she's been fine. And, and, like, the problem was, after Gossipy Girl, I dreaded every moment Becky showed up on screen. I'm like, please, just don't do anything that will make me angry again. I swear, like, every time I would just get, I would feel a chill down my spine when I saw Becky, like, no. I get the the war flashbacks from Gossipy Girl, because, like, okay, if you're, (laughs) if it's just, like, because, like, I never knew what she was supposed to be as a character. Was she, like, friends with the friend group? Or was she a bully? Like, I just don't know. And, like, in the Samir episode, she's she's shoving kids in lockers. So, yeah, she's a bully. But, like, yeah. she's not, like, over the top. Like, again, like, she was a gossipy girl where she embarrassed Roddy and throughout the entire school. Like, don't do that to the main characters. Like, I, I don't want to condemn Becky's bullying. Like, no, don't be bullying little kids. But don't bully the main characters, you know? Like, don't do that. Just just have Becky be, like, a, neut- a, a chaotic neutral, where, like, she's not terrible to the main crew, but she could still be rude, I guess? I don't know. I just... Just don't do whatever you did in Gossip Girl, okay, Miguel? You, you made up for it, but just don't make that mistake again, all right? Yeah. And we'll like Becky, you know? I like Becky. I don't want to hate her. But after that, I was like, I just don't know. Just... just Make her, just make her, like, like, just, you know, don't do that again. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. Just don't do that again. I have a (laughs) few. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um, I was just going to say, like, I don't talk 
bad about her like on Twitter and stuff because I do have this one mutual who really likes Becky, so I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't I don't hate Becky, but when you do like yeah, she she did that to my favorite character and I will not and I was like, No, I'm not gonna forgive this. But once I saw her, you know, at least being fine in the recent episodes, I'm like, okay, do that and I won't be mad again. So okay, you're cool, Becky, for now, you know. <laughs> I mean, here's the here's the thing. I think what happened after Gossipy Girl, I believe that's when they started saying like, okay, we should probably respect Becky more, and that's the reason yeah, why we're having we should... season. That's, yeah, that's the reason why we're having like season three episodes of Becky, where she's actually trying to redeem herself after that blow up that she did with Ronnie Ann that one episode. But <laughs> they so, like realized early on. Like again, if you realize that you messed up Becky's character, why did you do that episode in the first place? I don't understand. Why did you? Why did you approve a, of that episode? Look, you knew you were gonna a, fix her. She was just a random secondary character, and then she just popped up to actually bully Ronnie. And I'm like, oh, what the? Uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, okay, I'm cool again. So it's like, uh, watch, watch the season three finale be like she throws Ronnie into the trash can or something. Oh my god! Oh no! <laughs> don't give them ideas. Don't give him ideas. Don't give him ideas. <laughs> He's listening, it's gonna happen, and then I'll be right, and I'll have an audio recording. <laughs> oh my god, Omid putting up the Omid, song, we don't talk about- We don't talk, we don't talk about, about Becky. <laughs> we don't talk about gossip, girl. Oh we god. We don't talk about gossip, girl. <laughs> I mean, to add on, I usually see at- in the earlier episodes before Gossipy Girl, Becky was sort of chill with at least Ronnie Ann. Then Gossipy Girl happened, and now she's chill again. Mostly. Yes, yeah, so watch yeah. them do like another episode where she's not chill with Ronnie Ann again for some reason. There's so many yeah. emotions. <laughs> I mean, she did tattle on Ronnie Ann's dad with her teacher, teacher's friend, like, oh, the Ro dad, Ronnie Ann's dad's dating her yeah. teacher. Like it wasn't that. Brat. It wasn't that. It wasn't that bad. But then it was just something that you know, that you have to say. I mean, that's something where it's like, yeah, you just pretty much put it out in public. Of course, someone's gonna spread that rumor around. <laughs> of course, somebody's gonna see it be like a tattletale. Let's try to be Lola loud. <laughs> <laughs> they would get along very well, Becky and Lola loud. Oh yeah, <laughs> we need more interactions with loud Casagrande's characters, please. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm waiting for it, man. All right, let's. We're gonna move on now to skaters gonna hate. Oh, the Tony awesome Hawk. Tony Hawk time. Tony Hawk. Tony actually, Hawk. The, actually, the fact that I that, the fact that Tony Hawk, the real the real Tony Hawk, is actually in this episode is just like okay, awesome. You actually having celebrities in this is awesome. <laughs> Literally, when this episode was announced with Tony Hawk, I was reminded of that, that scene in The Simpsons where Tony Hawk appears and he's hanging out with Bart, and then Tony Hawk takes him to school, and Bart's like, "Thanks, Tony Hawk. I'll see you later, Tony Hawk." Tony Hawk, and then like he goes to Millhouse is like Tony Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> was that like the last time he was on Nickelodeon? Wasn't it like when he was in Rocket Power? Yeah, that's what yes. I was gonna say. I think it was the last time yeah. I saw like him in a Nicktoon. So it's been a while, like more than about 20 almost years. twenty years. Yeah, almost say, twenty almost... years. Because <laughs> I know Rocket Power. <laughs> I remember that episode where like Auto Rocket was like totally 
what like like a bad boy for Tony Hawk. Um, so yeah, it was just awesome. <laughs> I, I mean, I I love Rocket Power, by the way. So, um, <laughs> so it's just it's just interesting to actually see him again pop up in a Nicktoon. Which, by the way, there's a lot of Nicktoons that came in before the Casagrandes came up, and then out of the bloom, you get to see Tony Hawk come back again and actually voice in another Nicktoon like the Casagrandes. So it's like, first off, holy crap, an awesome celebrity, uh, an awesome skater coming into the show out of the bloom to do to, to pretty much become a voice. And I'm like, oh my god, and that's I awesome. think it's. It's my, probably because I think it's been a long time since Nickelodeon has had a cartoon where sports was, like, a main part of it. Right, right. From what I can remember. Well, or at again, least with skateboarding. They didn't do it extreme <laughs> sports like Rocket Power, for example. That's the only last time I think I've seen, like, the, the Nicktoons. Well, no, no, what am I talking about? TMNT is the one that they also do skateboarding there, too. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say that Tony Hawk was on the YouTube show Good Mythical Morning like two days after this episode <gasps> aired, and oh they God, did not mention it. Morning. They did not. Oh they did God. not mention it. Dang! Oh my God! If I ever heard them mention the Casa Grandes, that would be the day because I watch them all the time. Same. That's weird because they they when they announced the episode they did like a whole article on tony hawk being this episode to say how excited he was for it so i'm surprised he didn't like promote it yeah that was not yeah. what he was on there for i was so disappointed <laughs> i would have said something about it in the comments <laughs> i should have <laughs> wait uh, oh me in the chat what's the part that pissed you off i don't remember if you said it on your podcast you probably did so you can oh, type it out. What was that one part? Oh, about how Carla... Yeah, like, okay, that's the thing, Oh, though. yeah, yeah, yeah. I... What? How? Okay, yeah. Right in, my sweetie. You are so stupid. Oh, yeah, that was it. Believe that. that. Was my it, gosh. Right. You are so <laughs> dumb. How did anybody believe that was... Oh, hey, it's Lair again. Yes, Lair grew, like, seven inches taller <laughs> and looks nothing like Lair. And is another, another you know, easy... Hispanic. It looks like my, my... Hey, it looks like my Uncle Carlos, you know? No! It's like... Yeah, we believe that's weird. Yeah, that, that, no. I, no. That's so stupid. weird. I mean, like, what did he do? Just, like, put... Oh, God. It, it was interesting, because, like, what yeah, Carlos... What Carlos would put the wig on and just put a helmet on and Look, he's way taller than Laird, and yet everybody's believing that he's Laird. I'm like, we believe are you. you? <laughs> are you guys really hey, that? <laughs> hey, Laird, where did you get a growth spurt in like the last five seconds? <laughs> Nobody even, no one even pointed it out. No one even pointed it out. It's like, oh, hey, there's Laird. He's gonna do that trick, <laughs> and he did it. But yeah. <laughs> oh, I think whenever he mentioned something about that on Discord, I think I told him it was probably like miraculous logic. <laughs> I said, oh, it's How just, do you not it's see that baronet in a mask? Yeah, that's a, that's exactly what I took it as. It's like, oh, it's just miraculous logic. That's all. Yeah, it's like I love that. Like in prank anniversary, Roddy Ann can see through through Lincoln's disguise as a mailman, but yet she can't even figure out that Carlos is like seven inches taller than Laird <laughs> of all characters. <laughs> like my gosh, when when the plot has to make her stupid, I just laugh. I think that was a worse <laughs> thing than continuity. Honestly. Oh my god. Honestly, no. I Honestly, could say continuity yeah. was that all I, I want, but it's like, um, be, falling for that, no, I, I'll, I'll work on it. 
But uh, the good things about this episode is that I am so happy this was a Carlos episode because I was thinking it was going to be about, again, Roddy and her friends, but this was really focused on Carlos being Carlos X, which hasn't been referenced in the entire yep. show since season one. Which no, is literally, crazy. literally the first episode of season one. So it's yeah, like literally the first episode of the entire series and it's not been brought back since now. That's insane to me. That's, I think, I, no, my thing is like, yeah, there's your continuity there. I'm like, yeah, where's the reference back to Carlos X? I would love to see more about Carlos besides him <laughs> being a teacher. He's also a skater too, aka Carlos X. So it's like, awesome. That episode was awesome to actually kickstart the kickstart the Casa Grandes. And then throughout the whole time we've been watching the Casa Grandes, we never heard about Carlos X ever until now, uh, which is pretty cool yeah. considering that it's like, oh yeah, Carlos X? Uh, here's Carlos X, but we have we have him with a celebrity. Here's Tony Hawk with it as well. So it's like, oh, you're making it really big, the fact that Carlos X is, Carlos X is back. <laughs> yeah, I've been wanting a lot more Carlos in the show because he's like one of the characters that doesn't get a lot of episodes or focus. So him getting an episode in season three was so overdue. And like in the Carlos X stuff, because again, the last time they ever referenced Carlos be the skater of the show was in Chocolate Force, where it, but it's a dream. It's Car Carlos' dream, where he's like, I'm going to skate in the halls with no pants on. But again, it's a dream, so it doesn't really count. And also <laughs> in the comics, but again, it doesn't count. So in the show, yes. And I love that they incorporate Tony Hawk into Carlos's backstory, where Carlos thought that Tony Hawk ruined his career because he thought he pushed him. And he's like, no, dude, I was giving you a high five. And it's like, you know, uh, Tony Hawk was such a nice guy. And Carlos, like, despised him. So it's like, you know, Carlos was going to, like, cheat by copying off of uh, Tony's uh, team and giving it to hit the the skate group, which, you know, Carlos being Roddy in and the, the skate group's coach should have happened, like, an episodes ago. This should have happened a while back, but I'm happy that happened. Um, and, yeah, I just I just like the Carlos focus of this episode and how it incorporates into his backstory of how we learned that Carlos found his love of books through, you know, being in the hospital for a while and just incorporating Tony Hawk into the backstory to finding out, oh, dude, I was just giving you a high five. I really do appreciate you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't ruin your career and stuff. So I think it's great that we got more focus on Carlos because, again, I wanted him to get more focus in the show because I like Carlos. And he's like, he was like the only character that really did get a lot to do in the show. So incorporating, again, the Carlos X stuff back again in the show and having Tony Hawk as the guest star was neat and then incorporating that into his backstory was really nicely done, you know? So I think it works really well in that case. And uh, and honestly, Sergio, I, I got to give it to Sergio for actually being a good guy for once. And when Carlos was telling Sergio, oh, go record the thing, he actually showed Tony that, that Carlos was cheating. So... Gotta give props to Sergio for once to actually not messing things up like certain episodes where he's like, I did the bad thing or it's like, whatever. It's like, hey, Sergio's certain bad thing actually worked in the end. So I'll give props to him for doing that. But one, one time. Yeah, <laughs> one time on that. But uh, yeah, no, I I think it's a good episode. It's just a good episode to, to explore Carlos's character. And I hope they do that more in the future because he, he deserves it. Yep. I I, I much, that's as much I can say there. I mean, I uh, love to see Carlos X again, and love the fact that Tony Hawk, like out of all the people, Tony Hawk would come in to talk about, uh, to, to pretty much be in this episode with skaters. Considering that this like Ronnie Ann Squad is mostly about skaters, so it's awesome to see that. Um, but uh, yeah, like that's nothing much to say. It, it, it's pretty much pretty much all exciting. Um, and all and the fact that it's just 
it, it kind of reminds me like this episode becoming like a like a rock and power episode where you get to see a lot of people skateboarding and all they have a competition and and it turned out to be all fun and all fun and games and all so yeah um as much to say it's pretty it's a pretty pretty good episode anything you want to add to this one nat uh no i think i pretty much got it what i said earlier <laughs> i think like just tony hawk being relevant in cartoons again somehow especially because like that whole meme that i see with him on twitter where like people when he goes out somewhere in real life and people are like has anyone ever told you that you look like tony hawk or something like that <laughs> if they referenced that in this episode that would be funny but they did it but it's it reminded me of that still just because he was he used to be famous a long time ago and then now he's trying to come back to be in relevance so maybe this is this is the start of it maybe i hope so <laughs> mm -hmm. all right so next up is born to be mild yes oh all right wait we need to have sarad start this one off because yes sarad start this is carl this is carl's episode it's a carl episode I actually, during the Casa Grande's marathon today, they showed this one again, and I was uh, I was doing something for a class, and I just stopped everything and watched it again. That's how much I, I just, there's nothing, I, this episode is one of those that, uh, I mean, Brookline and Sinker had comments like, Carl is still Flip Jr., but this is the episode that kind of turned Carl around, maybe for a lot of people, because, um... He's not Flip Jr. in this episode. He actually tries to help Alexis in his own little Carl way. Um, Think. Go ahead. Uh, were you going to say something? No, no, no. I was going to... No, I got nothing to say. We're go waiting ahead. for Keep you. Going. Oh, okay, okay. If you want to interject, go ahead. So I want to say something real quick about Carl, because I'll praise him for a second. Yeah, I think this episode actually turned me around. <laughs> like, <laughs> I liked Carl, but I love Carl now. He's such a cute little booger. Like, I, I love him very much. <laughs> like, the, the scene that really turned me around was the beginning part where he's at the cafeteria and he's sitting on the edge of the cafeteria table talking to the lunch lady about Elfa Cone and he's, like, daring the comic. And, and he doesn't really, I guess he doesn't really hang out with anybody at school. Like, I don't know if Adelaide goes to school for day, but he's just, like, chilling there, talking about Elfa Cohen. The legislature is like, okay, dude, like, you need to go. Like, other people need to be served. And and Carl's just, like, hyper-fixating on Elfa Cohen, and he's just like, I'll, I'll tell you the rest tomorrow. Like, that was the moment where I'm like, I love you. <laughs> that was so adorable <laughs> that I was just like, yes, you are, you are very cute, Carl. You won me over. <laughs> just from that adorable scene. Yeah, that scene in particular is something that, like you, I really liked Carl before before this episode, but there was something about this episode that showed more of a humanity in him than typically, and it really made me just love him fully. Um, yeah. And then him uh, basically listening to El Falcon to help Alexis, that listening to his role model to help another person out, that's... That's just a good step in the right direction for me. Now, the rest of the yeah. episode, 
Um, I'm going to skip to the end because I-, I could talk about this for half an hour, but I'm not going to. Because <laughs> <laughs> I did I did an episode of my podcast on it already. Um, mm. At the end, when everyone got called into the principal's office, uh, and Carl f- happily taking this, wanting to take the suspension for Alexis, that another thing that has shown me his character growth throughout the show, and it's been it was just amazing to see that. Because I honestly, when they did that, didn't think that he would take the punishment for Alexis. Yeah, yeah, Carl's got come a long way in the show. Like, I think the most underrated character development for Carl, to me, is in Super Consequences, what he really cares about how Adelie would feel if she doesn't get the money for her tooth. Like, she, he goes out of his way to, like, tell Bobby, like, you know, if, if Adelaide doesn't see that money underneath her tooth, that she'll be super disappointed. Like, that was the moment where I was like, wow, Carl's come a long way. And the fact that he was, like, willing to just help Alexis out, because it's like, dude, like, you're getting bullied? That's not cool. I'll help you out. Was, like, to me, it first felt super, like, like out of character for Carl to be so helpful. But then I realized that, like, <laughs> but then I realized that, like, wow, like, yeah, Carl's come a long way, and that was so nice of him to just help out, you know? Like, like, I was thinking about, like, an utter mess when he's just, like, chilling in the back room, like, hey, I'll help you out, Roddy, and, you know, like, and he needs something out of it, whereas here he was just like, yeah, dude, you're getting bullied by uh, by Ricky, who finally has a, an actual appearance in the show, Becky's brother, who uh, was also a bully, so, yeah, we got two, it runs in the family, but, um, but, yeah, no, yep. I just really liked, really liked Carl in this one. It really turned me over to be, be a bigger Carl fan than I already was. Because, again, I liked him before. But this episode really gave him a lot more humanity in this episode to be like, oh, I'm just going to help out a friend and spread some rumors about you, uh, about Alexis. And then <laughs> I love the scene when Carl, when they're about to get into the fight with the bullies. And Carl's like, okay, I got my guys. And it's just Carl, Sergio, and Lalo stepping up together. And I was laughing so hard. I'm <laughs> like, your guys are just Lalo and Sergio. How do you think this is going to end? <laughs> so ridiculous. Like, and yeah, like I, I love at the end where um, I think this episode is a little too like, I describe it as like a Saturday morning cartoon bullying episode where it's just like oh well you know let's just talk it and talk and hug it out you know so Alexis hugs the bullies and, and like Ricky and the other guy never didn't know what hugs were so it's like let's just hug it out boys I was like eh, that's too smaltzy <laughs> you know a little, little too sugar sweet for me but I don't know I, I, I think it's I think it's a good episode just because I like Carl a lot and him willing to help Alexis was nice but the ending was just too too a little too sugary sweet for the Loud House and the Casagrande days, you know, but I still liked it a lot. <laughs> yeah. And I guess another thing I should I should add is, like, you were saying uh, Carl reading Yael Falcone's The Lunch Lady and then him going and helping Alexis. I feel like since it seems like he doesn't hang out with many people outside of his family at school, he saw Alexis getting picked on and it was kind of a, a realization for him that Alexis doesn't have many friends too, so he wanted to help him out. Yeah, like I'm very surprised that Carl doesn't have a lot of friends, cause like he seems like a guy that would just be like, "Hey, I'm the cool dude. Let's hang out and have a group of friends and stuff." Like again, like I I don't know why, but I, I'm surprised Adelaide isn't in school with him or anything. So 
I'm not sure if she goes to school with him or does it or is homeschooled or whatever. So it's just strange that he's like by himself and then saw Alexis and maybe they'll become friends in the future. And also like to point out something, why is Lair just by himself in this episode? Why is he all alone? <laughs> like where's question. the skate? Why is he still by himself? I was wondering too, is it just because it's just a random little moment where like, oh yeah, this is not a Ronnie Ann episode, so we'll just put in one of Ronnie Ann's friends in this episode, just for y'all yeah, to Yeah, I mean, remember. I like Lair, but it's like, poor Lair's just like by himself at lunch, it's like, where's this I love, group? Like, his lines are pretty much just like, Mondays, am I right? Tuesdays, am I right? Tuesday afternoons, am I right? <laughs> That's literally Blair's his line. very relatable, but I was like, poor guy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Because the plot told Lair to sit by himself. Oh, poor oh, Lair. Wow. Oh. oh. Don't do um, that to my man, Lair. Yeah, but hey, hey, Lair is starting to grow on me now, okay? I know that he yeah. just was a random character from the first season. Now he's a part of the skate team. So it's like, you gotta love him. You gotta love him now just because he's now going to be like in every episode where Ronnie and his squad is now. Um, I do have to say this, though. For a first Alexis episode, I, I mean, you gotta say this, too, because this is... Also emphasizing Alexis as well. Remember, she, he, he was trying to, you know, man himself up. He can't just be always, you know, being bold all the time. So, like, he has to stand up for himself and, you know, fight off the bullies as much as possible. That's the reason why he had those lessons with Carl, which, you know, just is awesome to hear. Just it's awesome to see this, too, because, like, we keep seeing episodes of Carl a whole lot in the Casa Grandes, but at the same time, there's some time, there are some episodes where, self, where you see selfish Carl, where you get to see Carl just, you know, try to be... Um, to skeezy Carl, trying to just go for money, you know, that kind of Carl. But this, but there's been episodes of Carl where you get to see him, like, be helpful. Like, say, for example, Dude Fruit Shake, um, uh, Tooth and Consequences. He's helping out people. And then this one is no exception, for sure. Because he definitely is helping Alexis out, especially with his, with the fact that he's bullying, which is also, like, when I look at this episode, it kind of feels like it's a lesson to everybody, too. It's like, yeah, no bullying. Um, so you have to stand up for yourself, like, what Carl is teaching Alexis. And I love the fact that, like, throughout all the lessons, he ended up, like, making making Alexis tough. Like, she, he literally had, like, a scar in his eye. He had, like, a tough jacket. I love that he decorated his own tuba, too. So it's like, yeah, man, uh, you're a very tough, uh, you're a very tough cookie now. Um, and, and the fact that he also stood up against those bullies. So it just it tells you, like, Carl's lessons were really definitely working. Um, and... Yeah, shout outs to uh, Ricky, who's now who actually is a part of this episode and is also Becky's brother. And interesting because now we get to see Becky and Ricky probably a whole lot now in the Casa Grandes. We'll see. Mm. Um, the whole fight scene at the end was also pretty cool. Um, yeah, Carl's and this and his crew was pretty much Lalo and Sergio. My guys, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like gonna have anybody else besides those two uh, so, like, how do you think this is gonna end for you guys with a dog <laughs> and a parrot i mean oh. maybe sergio could like rip their eyes out or something but maybe i, I mean yeah, you, 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 sharpen your you sharpen your claws for that oh and i love the fact that like yeah ricky and that one other guy julius um julius. he also had yeah he has a squirrel he had a squirrel who also like was also angry too so that's why he's like fighting lala and i'm like what why did the squirrel pop in and he's also fighting <laughs> And, uh, and then definitely at the end where, like, you know, Alexis is about to be suspended and it's, like, Carl taking the heat, too, because Carl did teach Alexis how to be tough. Um, I think that whole ending definitely really meant something for Carl. It just tells you, like, his character growth where he's, like, you know, he has to defend for himself, too. He pretty much has to, like, you know, I'm not going to let people have the blame. I'm the one to be blamed for. So that's why he took the he took the heat for that one. Um, 
and the fact that also Alexis is learning something that he needs to toughen up with bullies. The whole hug scene was actually pretty like uh, interesting because it just gives out a, a a warm aura whenever you hug, and it's like okay, I get it. A hugs work, so there you go. <laughs> but yeah, like poor, I said, poor uh, really... Becky and Ricky don't know what hugs are. It's kind of sad. No, they just continue. They, they're, they're continuing to be mean. That's that's that throws in the family. Yeah. Like like, what's said. a hug? Are you okay, Ricky? <laughs> 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 Something's going on with the family background there, Becky and Ricky. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like i said it was a, a really good episode for carl um i really hope we get to see more carl episodes like this where he actually helps people not become like the selfish person that he could be sometimes when when the carl episodes but yeah like i said really awesome episode definitely one of the top ones here in season three but then next episode he takes over an entire school <laughs> we had it for a moment then yep he took remember guys carl took over an entire school yeah i'm gonna be ranty about that for a while you wouldn't do the same well um if uh i would take over the classic Grande's writer's room that's what i would do <laughs> uh you want to add anything, Nat? Uh, just that Alexis is absolutely adorable and precious. Yes. Never, never <laughs> yes. hurt the boy. Never hurt that boy. I was yeah. like, oh, he is too cute. And like, yeah. like I said, we, like I said, we never had, we never seen Alexis having like his own episode. We keep, we keep, we keep on seeing him as a secondary character. Like, for, like say for example, in Karate Chops, he was there just to support like Adelaide and Carl. But in this episode, he definitely is the main focus, same with Carl. So it's like, yes, I, I need more secondary characters actually having their own focus episodes, like this, for example. So it just tells you like how Alexis is and how great of a character he'll, he'll be. Yeah, yeah, again, Casting mm -hmm. Rodney's is always incorporating their secondary characters into episodes more than Loud House, and Loud House should take notes. Definitely. Okay. Let's say at least for sale by loners, like that one episode where they took that took that chemistry from the Casa Grande and put it in there. Yeah. The most random pairing of Mr. Grouse and Mr. Ballhoff, they're still the most random <laughs> pairing I've ever <laughs> seen in the show. Next on the list is uh, the Rose in the Van, which I just covered a few days ago. Hey, where's Neo? We need him in the chat, boys. We got, we got Neo's uh, bro boy here. Neo, he's the he's the Bobby Neo. fan here. Bobby number one fan here. Yes, we need him for the boy. And the extended music video, which is amazing. Yeah, it's a short. That uh, was interesting because it was it was also like pulled as a short. It was like, oh, to grab this short, awesome. I'm guessing they really are doing, like, music videos. They did the whole Do the Fruit Shake, and they also did, uh, was it, I'm Back from the Operation Popstar. Now release them on Spotify, Nickelodeon! Where's your remix? Where's Come our, on! Where's our Costa Grande soundtrack? Literally, we Where's our soundtrack? We'll release them! Because, <laughs> uh, Carl Ospen Vegas is an amazing singer. Also, I'm very disappointed that this was not a BTR reunion. It should have been, by the way. Oh, I remember. Yeah. 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 You keep on putting a, you keep on putting a tweet that. about it. Yeah, you keep on putting a tweet about it saying, like, where's Big Time Rush? Because it would have been a perfect chance to have Big Time Rush actually in the show. But Yeah, no, they could have done it, but oh well. You know, maybe next yeah. time. Look, they're, look, they're, look, they're reuniting by having a concert already. So, 
Give him time. Give him time. Give him <laughs> It'll time. probably happen. <laughs> yes. Anybody want to go first on this one, or? Uh, I guess I could like talk about it a little bit. I I just recently watched it, so I'm going to like maybe have a little bit of like some ifs and all that. But you know, look, Bobby's a great singer. I didn't know his dream job was. I didn't know his dream was going to become like a pop star or something like that. But then again, he is a pop star by being in Beat Top Rush. Um, so Bobby, um. Uh, just Bobby joining a band, and the fact that he continues to have, like, this punk look, because, like, the band that he wanted to join was a punk band, and it's like, well, okay, so you want to just become a punk rocker, <laughs> and the fact that he uses, like, ketchup to use as, as his, like, red hair, and all the shredded clothes that he gets putting up, <laughs> and the whole whatever thing that he keeps on saying, it's like, yeah, he can totally pull up that role, um, but nonetheless, I, I thought that was just, um, I mean, there's not really much I can say about it. It's just more of Bobby just continuing to become like a a, a person who loves to who loves music. Um, but I think I think the best thing overall, like, yeah, you're still the punk rocker person, but at the same time, it's like this is not you. Um, your attitude also is bad on the family as well. I love the fact that like Hector even said like, yeah, uh, I don't like you anymore. Like, what the heck? Uh, you've become a bad boy. Um, that. Bobby had to like change his image back to his regular self, and that and the fact that also at the ending too, where like Bobby just ended up having a song with that one uh get with that one uh shop owner, and it turned out to actually work out well considering like those bandmate those punk bandmates actually wanted to rock out with Bobby, so to say the least like it's like works out in the end. It really helps out Bobby's character and the fact that like we never had a Bobby episode in so long. So, well since teed off, but um. Like I said, it was great to see this. Uh, great to see Bobby again. Great to see him have an episode like this and actually see him as a musician because yes, he but yes, the voice actor is also a singer as well. So yeah, um, that definitely a good episode with Boys in the Band. I, I'm I'm gonna add on to that by saying um, how much I loved the original song that was in this episode. Um. But that that's really all I have to add. Because but that song was just incredible. Oh yeah, it was. <laughs> so I'm just happy it had a music video. So it's like just it's awesome with the music video too. I haven't seen the music video yet, I need to. On YouTube TV, I think. One time. <laughs> <laughs> like I think they I think they posted it on Instagram. <clears throat> but with... Maybe. But I remember, I remember like... confused me about it. Though I was, is like... <laughs> oh, I was gonna say... I was expecting... <laughs> Par to be in the episode more and he the entire episode out him and this is supposed to be his band. <laughs> That's right, because like Parr needed a singer, and and they put out Haiti pointed out Bobby. So I was thinking like Parr could you also be a part of it too? But no, it didn't turn out at the end. Yeah, he was gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybell needing so many mangoes. Oh, that's right, yep. because of Maybell. <laughs> yeah, and I she got. needs I. I still can't believe we got an episode as to the reason why she likes mangoes so much. Like, that was just unexpected. And it was a good episode. 
No, it was a good. It was yeah. It was definitely a good episode because it just tells the story of like how Maybelle got into got into mangoes by the by her band. We never expected to actually see her in a music band. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, that was a good one. Definitely a good episode. Anything to add, uh, Sunny? Uh, nope. Okay. Let's move on to uh, for the record, which we we got a lot of a few requests for in the chat. So. Oh boy! Oh boy, guys, don't hate Becky anymore, okay? This is not a good episode for her. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good episode for her. We actually see her like for the for like half of the episode. <laughs> I don't know who wants to start because I said my piece uh, last time. Oh yeah, I mentioned this one earlier. I mean, I don't know. I I don't have much to say on it besides, uh, I'm like you. Becky was so much better in this episode, so let's uh, let's, let's give her a pass. Cause cause no. she doesn't deserve the hate. Hmm. I think that I think the one thing that I kind of like. Well, I mean, there's a lot to explain about this episode. I mean, um, everybody like falsifying their stories. Um, what, what, uh, what was it like? Laird trying to fight a shark. Uh, Ronnie Ann like stopping a robber. Sid being so sleepy, he became, she became a zombie. Um, and then I think it was like, what was it? With uh, forgot the other two. Casey uh, Forgot what Casey did. I can't remember. Um, Casey and Nikki. I don't know if they did anything. I know Nikki was trying to like do a wreck, like try to hold like what was it? Um, corn dogs on her nose. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, and I felt bad. Well, the other thing too is I also feel bad for like Samir because like all the stories that they keep on saying it's like yeah, Samir, uh, you don't have anything like so exciting. Your life is kind of like eh. So that's why he did this whole record thing, which is like. Which is pretty cool. Like, yeah, all you gotta do is like skateboard and blow bubbles for that for like a couple hours and minutes. Oh, and the fact that like Becky became a good supporting character. Like, she literally saw Samir and she's like, I'll help you out with like trying to give you like something exciting. So we'll go ahead and go to the record books and see if you can make actually break a record. And how how the heck is she helpful? Like, oh my god, like out of all the people that I keep seeing, like I didn't expect to actually see. Becky, out of all people, actually turned out to be like a very helpful person. Because we always keep on seeing her like as a bully or a mean person or somebody that you know y'all expected to see that. Oh, okay, she's definitely one character that I hate. But in the end, she ended up actually like helping uh, Samir out. It kind of sucks that the record actually didn't happen um, because of like one little cough. Literally one second. It, literally, if he lasted one more second, he could have actually gotten the record. But now it's like a little bit disappointing. Um, and then at the end, I love the fact that, like, I don't know if this was, like, a, a cop-out or anything like that, but he still ended up getting a record for, like, the most failed record attempts, and I'm like, really? So he still ended up actually winning something? <laughs> that felt um, like a cop-out to me. That's what I thought, too. It was like, it felt like a cop-out. I'm like, okay, so you will still win at the end. Okay, fine, we'll just deal with that. But, but still, like, I think the only thing that I didn't like in this episode was the fact that Becky actually does have some importance in this episode. It just... Look, she's not the bully. She's not the bully that you thought, and she actually is very helpful. Um, so yeah, aw- awesome prop out to Becky. Um, 
And then just everything else in this episode was okay. So yeah, not bad for an episode for the record. Yeah, and before we move on, I, I want to add that Becky was helping Samir in her own little way. It, it's not, She was helping him try to get world records for very painful things. That's just kind of her thing. <laughs> like fire ants for an hour. I mean... Uh, yeah, I don't know. She's kind of an extreme girl, if you think about it. Yeah, but I just kind of see it as that's her her way of doing things, and I mm-hmm. guess that's okay. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. Like I said, she's kind of a weird character. Maybe we need more episodes about her, and hopefully we do in season three. <laughs> yeah. Anything for anyone else to add before we move on to... I think it's 15 Candles next. Oh, boy. Oh, the Kitsunier episode. I think Sunny has a lot to talk uh, about that one. <laughs> oh, uh, well, not really. But, uh, yeah, I think this episode's good for Samir. I like that Samir got a focused episode. And Becky was good in this episode, you know? And I hope they continue to keep her this way than how she was in past episodes. But, yeah, I like that Samir got his first focus episode. Yeah, it definitely took a while for him. Okay. Yeah, 15 Candles is next. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) I know this one had a lot of uh, mixed reactions from people, so should be interesting discussion. Mixed reactions? Like, what do you mean by that? I saw a lot of good. I saw a lot of not so good. Like, people didn't expect it to be this, so they were disappointed by its outcome kind of thing. I kind of felt... I kind of felt the ending was actually, like, really uplifting. Like, I did not expect somebody not have a quinceanera, and they turned out to actually still have a quinceanera for him. Yeah. Uh, anyways. <laughs> yeah, the hair, yeah, the hair is the most unrealistic thing possible. <laughs> 15. <laughs> right on the hair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I was very excited for this episode at the idea of riding and getting a quinceanera, but what I'm very disappointed about this episode is that they say that Roddy Ann is 11 and a half. She shouldn't be. She should be 12 years old at this point in the show. I don't know why they said 11 and a half. It's like, but my birthday is, but I'm only 11 and a half. No, you should be 12 by this point in Loud, in Loud House Season 5 and Casa Grande Season 3. But um, yeah, I mean, after I was excited for it, but then at the end I was like, oh, that was fine, but it was cute. Like, it really didn't need to be anything else other than what it was. There's, like, a really cute episode about how Rosa was kind of projecting onto Roddy and because she never had a quinceanera with Rosa, we find out about that. So it was, like, nice that Roddy Ann decided to throw the quinceanera for her. And, yeah, like, someone said in the chat, like, it's been a while since we've seen Sid and Roddy Ann together in episodes. Mm. Like, they always get the Roddy Ann and Friends episodes. We never really had Sidani in a while so just have Sid in this episode be like, oh, hey, I'll help you out. And that was pretty much it. it was nice. And, of course, Isabella gave one of the best, line, best lines of the episode where Sid was like, oh, you, we could, you could, oh, you could, uh, you know, the, 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 distract your uh, abuela. And then Roddy is like, oh, Sid, you're bad. So bad, it's good. <laughs> like, that was great. Like, that's so great. Like, I love Isabella as Roddy and. But, yeah, like, it really just, it wasn't really much. But it was just cute, like the the, the wholesome ending where Roddy Ann and uh, Rosa hug, and then like she gives her the quinceanera was really nice. So that's it really just all it needed to be was a nice, cute episode for what it was. 
Yeah, I mean, coming into this episode, I thought they were actually going to celebrate a quinceanera, but obviously Ronnie Ann is too young. I mean, 11 and a half, yeah, that's one thing. But the other thing, too, is like, maybe she doesn't have her birthday yet. Maybe they're waiting for, like, the end of season three to actually move into season four, if there's going to be a season four, where Ronnie Ann actually moves to junior high um, or middle school so that, like, they could actually follow the route, like, what Lincoln's doing right now. Um... So, I mean, still nonetheless, I mean, I, I, the fact that Rosa was planning a whole lot for a quinceanera for Ronnie Ann is the fact that she never got a quinceanera at all. Um, she keeps on saying stories like, oh, this, uh, what was it, uh, somebody's, this, uh, somebody's quinceanera was very, I mean, Carlota's, Carlota's quinceanera was disappointing because the cake was dry or something. So she, she's like making sure... Like, even if it's, like, what, three and a half years till her quinceanera, she still wants to prep it up, and she always, like, continues to practice it every weekend, and I'm like, uh, that's a little bit too extreme. She's only has three and a half years left until she can actually have a quinceanera, but, um, I guess it was a little extreme for, I mean, it definitely is extreme, but at the same time, you get to see the whole backstory of why she does this, because Rosa never had one. Uh, I do love the fact, like, they really put it at the end, where, like, you know, Ronnie Ann says... Um, we'll have to make a quinceanera for Rosa because she never had one. Um, and it's, and like what Ronnie Ann said in the episode, you're never too late to, you know, have a quinceanera. And I just love the whole quinceanera party too. It's like, yeah, everyone's partying. I see Ronnie Ann dancing and sit dancing and everybody, you know, having a fun time. Um, I also love, I also love the fact that like the whole ceremonies of a quinceanera, quinceanera also happens too. Um, the white shoes, the first dance, with, um, which I thought was pretty awesome. It's not. It's supposed to be your father and your daughter, but no, it it that wasn't the case in that one. Um, nonetheless, it was, it it still felt cool. I mean, maybe they could have had more emphasis on what a quinceanera is all about. To obvious, obviously, because this is a quinceanera episode. But maybe they might have another quinceanera episode. I don't know. When Ronnie Ann grows up, I don't know. Um, still not bad for an episode. I think that, I thought it was still overall exciting. So, um. I thought that much I could say, but yeah, not bad of an episode for 15 candles. Yeah, I I, I like this episode. Colby in chat, obviously, wanted me to mention DJ Carl in the background. Oh yeah, DJ Carl. <laughs> yeah, but that was Carl. Uh, that was like that was just more of like a that was just more of like him, you know, obviously being the DJ Carl, you know. Yeah. Just, just he just appeared as a DJ. Just, just an appearance. His family needed a DJ for cheap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, besides you guys kind of covered everything with this episode. Oh no, don't tell me don't tell me Omid is gonna bring up something saying about Maria. Yep. yep. I knew it. You little bastard. <laughs> 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 I mean, he literally just put it up. I wanna mention one thing. I'm like, okay, I get it. The, actually, to be fair, the designs of their char- the characters, like in their dresses and stuff, are actually pretty cute. So, like, you know, props out to them. Like, the outfits are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a shame that a lot of these um, these models will only be used for this episode. Yeah. I mean, if anything, like, if everything comes in fancy, they just end up, like, giving putting on a new design for a character. Like, yeah, uh, Zoo Emergency, where Ronnie Ann actually had, we actually see Ronnie Ann in a dress. And then we get to see her at 15 Candles. She has a different dress on. So let's say, for example, another big big party happens and Ronnie Ann's going to be in a dress. It'll probably be in a different design to say. So, yeah. 
mean, that's yeah. I mean, this is a little bit a little. This is a little bit of eighteen up now. <laughs> <laughs> Partially makes me glad I don't have the chat on the video recording. <laughs> you don't. You don't. But uh, good. Good thing you don't have it actually popping up on the side or anything like that. One. <laughs> This layout won't allow that. I literally said it right there in the chat. So, like, I get it. You have a thing for her. You know, we're, you know, we're going to, I mean, and I got to review this next Thursday. And I'm like, oh, God, he's going to be bringing it up, too. Four hours of an episode. Three hours and 59 minutes. Oh, me, Simping for Maria. You know, I feel like he's like that. Have y'all ever seen that one gif where it's, like, from one of those old, um, I don't know if it's Looney Tunes, but it's like one of those old cartoons with the wolf where he's like banging yeah, yeah. on the table. That's yeah, him like, when he sees her. It's like the red, it's like the red, it's like the red Riding Hood wolf. Yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> yeah, where he's like, yeah, that's him. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah, that's great. Um, I mean, anything else to add for this one? I've said my piece. I'm good. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I don't know what's next, quite honestly. I oh. I, I kind of forgot the last three. It's Recline and Singer. Just right off the bat, the faces they use in this episode, man. Pretty. I mean, they're pretty like chibi, but cute to say. Uh, but as they as as Carl like thinks of them as pawns, it's literally like the basic like faces and all. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is the opposite Carl episode I was expecting. <laughs> It took over a school. I don't know. How do you explain this? Uh, how do you explain... <laughs> so, describe Rook, Line, and Sinker from the Casa Grande to me. Um, the main character took over a school. <laughs> yep, he took over an entire school. <laughs> let, let, me, let me say this. Going back to, uh, has Carl learned his lesson? When you see this episode, no, he was tricking people out of pudding cups. And that's probably why he didn't have friends. <laughs> <laughs> Chad Carl would take over the world in seven days. Also, the thing is that the whole episode was pretty much like trying to find Carl a hobby. Like, just because he was just being a troublemaker. So he ended up actually playing chess. It turned out to be really good at chess. That he even uses his chess skills to actually like make people pawns and let him do let him bid for his like let him do for his bidding. It's really interesting how how principal how principal uh, Valenzuela ended up becoming gen, uh, hall monitor Valenzuela. I'm like how? Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's how Carl. I guess that's how Carl really does it uh, when it comes to chess. Uh, I, I, it's interesting. Um, yeah, she, he took over an entire school. He literally became the principal. And I'm like, this is <laughs> out of this. This is nonsense. <laughs> and the other thing too is that and the other thing too is that um, at the end, where Bobby ended up actually having like a place, he literally had a place uh, at the Mercado now, where he's just sleeping there. They never actually resolved that. So it's like, okay, so you pretty much are, don't have a room anymore. You're literally living at the Mercado. <laughs> <laughs> and like like the scene I use here as the uh, background photo, I'm going to need a long think about my actions. So I'm just not going to do any homework tonight. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds right. Wait. That 
Carl. You just tricked the principal again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder if she called him and made him do homework. That's something I would love to know. Yeah. Alexis with best smile, not Carl. <laughs> yeah, remember that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I want best smile. No, Alexis won best smile. It literally had like a poster that says Alexis winning best smile. <laughs> oh, man. This episode was just so... I One th- question I have, though. I saw people um just in between... I think it was in between classes one day talking about the colors of the pawns. I never quite f- could figure out the meaning of the colors. Oh yeah. <laughs> where like one where one is like green, the other one was purple. Yeah. I think one uh, somewhere I feel, uh, like it's, I feel like it's like I feel like Carl's I, I feel like it's it's this way where like Carl uses like these pawns to take care of the opposite like the opposite enemy, like to take them out. So like in chess for example, you got black pieces and white pieces. So you're what you gotta do is just pretty much just I, I I'm guessing he's doing it that way where he just you know thinks his pieces are the green pieces and um the enemy pieces are the purple pieces so what does he have to do take them out somehow some way so yeah yeah I I I'm not a chess person never played it so ah <laughs> uh. I didn't know any of the chess things I probably should seeing how easy it is to trick right. people mm-hmm. I'm a chess person. <laughs> Checkers is, checkers is easier, yeah. I remember yeah. playing checkers when I was, like, back in elementary. Chess was more, like, oh my god, you really have to think a lot. Especially if you want to win chess. Yeah. Yes. Too much explaining. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like anything Carlos taught Carl to do, he would have figured out how to trick people in it. Let's, let's yeah. just be real. <laughs> yeah. Twister. Carl learns to fight Twister. Twist people in the knots. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's really all I gotta say. If anyone wants to add anything, we'll move on. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I got nothing else to say, so. Okay. So now we're on to the uh, the episodes that aired last night. So if you haven't seen those yet, um... Spoiler alert. Big spoiler alert. And we're going to get to Let's Get Ready to Roomba. Oh. Or Roomba. Roomba? 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 I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Get ready to... Yeah. Um, Who wants to start start this one off? Mm. I mean, really all I have to say on this one is it's simply... It's an okay episode. I I mean, it's one of those I wouldn't I wouldn't turn off the TV if it were on, but it's not very rem- memorable for me, quite honestly. Like I just watched it, it last it's night. Basically, uh, it's basically Hector's version of teed off. They basically just did teed off again. <laughs> yeah, that's what it reminds me of. And that's. There's nothing much to say on this. Like like I said, I watched this last night and I can really honestly not really remember much from it. Um one thing one oh. thing about it is um what was that? The one guy who was doing the who was doing the hot dog cart, um forgot his name. Um I did too. Bruno? Bruno, yeah, Bruno. So 
he has a big focus in this episode. Apparently, he pals around with um, Hector and Vito. So, you know, hey, there's there's more than just his hot dog cart. He actually does hang out with... He has friends, too. Like those guys. Um, What else more can I say from this? Um, Yeah, I know this is just very recently, so probably another another watch is something I would like to discuss more about. Yeah. Um, but... Um, Oh, the fact! Oh, the fact that okay. So the, I really, I really do like the fact that like yeah, this this is pretty much Hector's version of Tita, because it's it's pretty much him just being jealous of another person who's like, you know, dancing with Rosa, and it's like impressing Rosa a whole lot with like giving away tamales, doing all this and that. So it's like, yeah, I understand why Hector would would do something like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I said, it was not bad. And I do like the fact at the end too, where they like dancing together. Um, just tells you like. Yeah, look, Rosa's not cheating on you. This is Hector. You're just being a little bit, uh, you're overreacting to pretty much what what was happening over there. And at the end, it was still kind of romantic with Hector and Rosa dancing together at the end. Yeah, and like at the end of the episode, then revealing that the dance instructor is actually gay. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was gonna say that. That's like the most memorable thing about. Yeah. It. <laughs> That's luscious hair. <laughs> Hector mostly brought it upon himself. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he was jealous for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> and he kind of like... Like, I know, like, their relationship has always been shown to where, like... I don't, I don't want to say that it's, like, bad, but, like... Hec- Hector just kind of expects Rosa to like do everything for him and so I I feel like that's kind of what it showed here was where he's he like chose his friends over her and it's like geez man how are y'all still married <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to say their relationship is toxic because I know it's not like we've sh- like they've shown before that like they do love each other it's just made it makes you think sometimes. <laughs> it does, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, I mean, there's nothing else much I really need to add for this one. If I think we can move on. Oh, yeah. I did. One thing is, I did make a joke on about this one on Discord about Ivan. I was like, man, he seems like a Gary Stew. Not gonna lie. <laughs> That's like he's he's handsome. Everyone loves him. And I'm like, he can't make, he doesn't make mistakes. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) They somehow, but he'll probably never be seen again, which is what makes it funny. (laughs) Probably not. Um, The secondary, I mean, like, if he ever pops up, he'll probably just be like a random character in the background. He won't really have like a big significance or anything. So. Yeah, it seems like they wrapped up his, his, uh, being on screen with there being a recital at the end of the episode. Right. All right, so the last episode is uh, Paramalo. A very oh interesting one. Oh my god. <laughs> this, was, this was actually not bad of an episode, I actually have to... I'll admit here. It was an emotional uh, very episode. Very surprising episode with lots of continuity callbacks in this episode. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> 
Um, I guess I can, like, explain this here. Um, first off, oh my god, we actually get to see, uh, Adios, 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 Ana, Adios again. Oh, yeah, remember that show from No Show? <laughs> oh my god, like, when, the, when they were watching Ana Renolda, I jumped down in my seat and screamed, Ana Renolda? They remembered that? Like, the last time they watched Ana Renolda in the spinoff show was Operation Dad from season one. And I, I get now why they did that, because the whole joke of Ana Ronaldo was that she was a doppelganger of Ronnie Ann. It's like, oh, she looks kind of she looks kind of like me. And so, like, they're watching Ana Ronaldo and, like, the episode has a doppelganger in it where it's like, oh, it's, it's, I'm the evil twin brother. And Carl was like, seriously, another twin? And Hector's like, this seems to happen every episode. <laughs> I love that so much. They're calling out... The they're calling out the episode. I love it. But yeah, I want to see more Honor Ronaldo. Please remember that. I, I, I love that they remembered it. I just love, for I the love... joke for this episode. I just remember that the fact that like they remember the show and we actually get to see the physical appearance of Honor Ronaldo again. They keep on mentioning it, but they never actually like made us see the episode once again, like what happened in No Show. So yeah, um, I need more of that. It's awesome to see the doppelganger of Honor Ronaldo. <laughs> and Ronnie Ann, so yeah. Um, the other, the other thing too is that I never I didn't expect Becky to have a dog, and Becky does have a dog who's pretty much uh, Lalo, except a whole lot meaner. Um, and and the fact that they actually traded places and they never noticed, and I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> yeah, it was so weird to find out that Becky owned Malo. Like that was so strange. That they switched in, it was like Malo just looks like Lalo, and then we find out that they were like from the same breed, and yeah, that was it, very interesting. Vincent, Vincent put it, pointed it like for me too. Like, who knew Becky had a dog? Because yeah, it just came out of random. I'm like, Becky had a dog. Okay, cool. I didn't know it actually was just like uh, Lalo. So what happened is that Ronnie Ann didn't pay attention, so they switched places, and then what happened was um, uh, Malo turning during the Casa Grande's wreck, wreck, wrecking havoc. Uh, at the wrecking habit at the Mercado, wrecking habit at the Casa Grande's uh, place. Well, I love the fact that like Becky and Lalo were like together, and like I love how Becky trains her dog. And I'm like, okay, you're, it makes sense why he's mean. <laughs> like <laughs> wrestling lessons, um, like growling and all that stuff. I didn't expect uh, Becky to actually train her dog like that. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this makes sense. And I, I also put a tweet out saying, I guess this runs in the family. I guess everybody's mean in the family. I want to expect their parents to probably be the same way too. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is the, what are the odds that like her parents bought the sa got the same dog that Hector did, Might like from be. the same lady? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> that is so weird. <laughs> it's an interesting little tidbit there. And then, of course, like, you know, uh, Malo stirred out to, like, wreak havoc on everything that they decided to, like, let let him go. Like, pretty much really, get pretty much put up to the dog pound. I love the fact that the end, too, were, like, um, Sonny, you pointed this out, too. Like, oh, like, Colonel Lois is, like, crying like Frida. Oh, my God, I'm just like my mom. Oh, <laughs> <crying> my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I love again how mad that this episode was. Like, oh no, I'm turning into mom. <laughs> and then they all were crying, just like Frida. Just like, like yep, Frida. All Grandes. It's great. <laughs> it was amazing. Carl um, was like, "Be a man, Carl. Don't cry." Nah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even it out. <laughs> 
And then before they even before they even got caught, uh, you get to see Becky and her. Uh, I mean, Becky and Lalo come back, and then now you get to see like they're totally doppelgangers. And and I love the fact that like when Becky just growls at the dog at uh Malo, then you know that it's her that it's her dog. So it's like okay, I mean that's pretty much how Becky works. And so t- overall, it was a really exciting adventure of like of like mistaken identity between these two dogs, um and just the fact that like yeah, pay attention to your dog a whole lot more, and then you'll get more respect on who whoever's dog you're taking care of. So yeah, really awesome of an episode. One one question yeah. I have uh, before before I forget, um, in No Show when they referenced um, Adios and Adios, was that the series finale or the season finale that they were recording Veronica to watch because they knew she liked the show? I can't remember. I think it was I think it was season finale. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For some reason I thought it was series finale. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I just, I just love how much uh, Radia cares for Lalo, and especially like when she's apologizing to Lalo, and then he, uh, he licks her hair and it sticks up. Like that's a, that's a callback to relative chaos, which oh, I yeah. love. Like I love seeing that that they remember these things. And it's like amazing to see again callbacks. And also, someone, I think, I think someone pointed out in the chat the moment when like, um, they're all like, uh. You know, wondering <laughs> who's gonna take out Lalo, and they're all saying Dip's not, and then Rodney says Dip, Dip's not, and looks at everybody. I was like, Lincoln did that exact same thing in the Loud House. I love to see it. <laughs> it's great. It's same thing with like her dad did too in uh, the Christmas episode. So that's that's cute. Yeah, that just seems to be a thing between both of the shows, and I'm glad that they kept that. Yeah. Yeah. I- I I just I, I this was just this was just a surprise episode of like wow that was really good because we weren't really excited for these two episodes like the Hector Rosa one was just fine but then Pearl Milo ended up being such a pr- surprise episode I was like wow that was really great so yeah because I really love Lalo a lot so I want him to get more episodes as Sergio yeah same and, the epi- and just the episode that gives out like a lot of tidbits and just tells you like oh yeah this happened this episode this happened in that episode. So, yeah. Lots see, of callbacks. See if you can get all the references episode. And that's what makes it so good. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Becky did wrestle. I remember back in uh, the Two of Clubs. That was the one thing I think I noticed, too. It was like, oh, I didn't know Becky. I forgot Becky did wrestle. <gasps> There's a callback. <laughs> You're a true fan if you get them all. <laughs> a lot of the... Like the animal episodes in the Casa Grandes have been better than the Loud House ones. Well, I mean, because one, oh. the Sergio can talk. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's one thing. The only I did one, the only Loud House one that I liked. Well, I don't m- hate them. It's just like the one that I liked the most out of them was the Lovebirds. That one was cute. <laughs> yeah, that was very cute. But, that was that was mostly on the pet too. So yeah. Yeah. And like I like the joke that they do like they did in the I think it was Pets Peeved. Yeah. For like most of the episode where they don't show like the loud kids faces cuz it's like a reference to like old cartoons when they would do that like Tom and Jerry and stuff. I like it when they do do that though. <laughs> but this one yeah, and I'm like a big dog person. So I like Lalo too. 
Because <laughs> he reminds me of my dog, except my dog is small. <laughs> yeah. Lala reminds me of my dog as well. But, but he, like, he's, he's small, but he can be. <laughs> Like the whole, I forgot, I forgot about the whole backstory too. The fact that like we get to see Hector, how he was able to pick up, um, how 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 he's able to adopt uh, Lalo. Thought that was actually pretty cute. Like, oh, <laughs> to see a baby Lalo. Yeah, it was so cute getting the backstory for Lalo. I just I, I just love how Roddy and loves Lalo. It's so cute. Like I got so mm. emotional over a girl and her dog. <laughs> made me cry <laughs> all right so that's that's all we got that's that's the 10 episodes we had did oh, pretty, wow. pretty yeah. well 100 minutes oh, well, well, like i said like these all came out recently so it's like wow you re really are going through a lot of cost of gratis episodes <laughs> yeah i started planning this um, one and it was like we did 10 in what, four weeks Yep. I'll be correction in the chat. Not Lovebird. That was Squawk in the name of love, but close enough. <laughs> <laughs> Lovebirds yeah. was with Love, Love Lovebirds Birds was the Loud House. house. Yeah, is that yeah. was that I one mean, episode they were about where... birds and love, but yeah, Squawk in the name of love. Yeah, I remember. Was, I remember Walt um, is the main focus in Lovebirds. So, yeah, that was the one episode. Um, but like I said, um. How how are you feeling about season three? You guys are you guys liking it so far? Is it really good? Yeah, 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 yeah. Season three's been pretty solid, especially because again, it seems like they are giving a lot of characters focus episodes that really deserve it. Like, again, Carlos got his first focus episode in a long time. Hector's had a whole bunch. I'm very shocked that Hector's getting some. Carl's obviously getting a ton, as we were to say. I'm not hating on Carl. It's just like. I do want Carl to take a little backseat after, you know, a while. Because I think they just, you know, right, but like Rookline is Seeker, he's just a really engaging character. I call him the opposite Lincoln. So, you know, that that's that's cool. But like, yeah, it's been very solid. And uh, I, I, I'm very excited for what else season three gives. Because again, next week is the Carlade episode. And we all love some Carlade. So mm -hmm. that's going to be good. <laughs> But then it's like Hector and Vito. I don't, who asked for this? You know, it's like okay, that's, I don't know. Like I liked the Rose and Hector one, but it wasn't really anything special other than hey, the, the dance instructor is gay. That's cool. But I, I do hope that mm -hmm. Roddy Ann gets more episodes for herself because, like, when I saw her in the Lala episode, I'm like, man, I miss Roddy Ann. <laughs> like, I miss her getting episodes, but that's just me. But yeah, yeah it's been it's been pretty good so far. No, uh, no bad episodes. No, just like some okay-ish episodes, but I think it's been pretty good so far. I would say, like, it had its highs, it had its lows, but it had, it had its, it had its deep lows, like, let's say, for example, Gossipy Girl. But, to say the least, um, Season 3 started off pretty well, it's turning out to, like I said, there's been episodes that have been really, like, stellar, there are some that have been pretty average, but they're, they've all been, like, good manageable episodes for me to watch it's not like one where i'm like okay turn off the tv because i hate this episode <laughs> um but yeah it's a good season so far and um season three is still still rolling on right now so can't wait to see what what's next for the casa grande is i hope that there's another loud house crossover please, please. Like oh my gosh they got please. 
Please. Oh, they my gotta God. Have it. They got to have, have another... at least one in every season. We'll have another oh Chris God, yeah. At least <laughs> one. <laughs> yes. They, they, not Nate. Uh, the, Vincent in the chat. Yes. Right. <laughs> episode. Cause, 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 like I love Sadatikin guys, but they got two episodes last season. Just give us a Rodikin episode, okay? And have oh like Sid be the like the <laughs> shipper in the background. That'd be cool. Like, yes, we need another crossover episode, please, Miguel. Deliver on that. Oh God, Kobe, Kobe, calling me out here. It's been stellar, right? <laughs> yes, it is. Stellar. <laughs> okay, TLT the six. Your move with Stella episode. I'm waiting for it, please. <laughs> also, TLH, your move, Roddy and Cameo. That's what we need season six. That's right. That's right. We've always been asking, like, season six, where's Roddy and going to come in? Because we keep up seeing a lot, Lincoln a whole lot in the in the Casa Grandes. Like, just randomly pop up. Why can't Roddy and randomly pop up for an episode in the, in the Loud House? <laughs> okay. Um, we, we've covered all the things on the list for tonight. I think at this point, do our ra our regular, if you want to shamefully or, I mean, shamelessly <laughs> self-promote, you can do that. I guess I can, right. I guess I'll go first here. Um, but yeah, my name is Nate from the um, owner, I mean, the, was it the uh, owner of the uh, Loud Co I'm sorry. I'll start over again. Uh, my name is Nate. I am the person who runs the fan page of the Loud House and the Casa Grandes. You can follow us on Twitter at fanpage of TLH and also on Instagram at the same uh, tag at fanpage of TLH. We also do have a Loud Casa Talks Twitter, which is our our main podcast that's run by my co-host, uh, my co-host Omid. Um, it's over at Loud Casa Talks. It is there where you could get to see all of our episodes, all of our recordings, and uh, pretty much anything that we talk about um, about the Loud Casa Talks. And of course, the fan page of Loud House is pretty much all sources of... Um, all, all, sorry. Uh, the La fan page of Loud House and the Casa Grandes has been our source of pretty much just anything about the Loud House and the Casa Grandes. Whenever big news comes up, we'll go ahead and bring it out for you. And whenever we always bring up like anything Loud House and Casa Grandes, we'll spread it over there in our Twitter. So yeah, please follow us on our tags. And yeah, uh, hope if you're a big fan of Loud House and Casa Gratis, we hope to see you there. Hello, everybody. My name is Sunny Eclipse. Uh, you know me from Twitter at xsunnyeclipse, but I'm also the host of the Casa Loud Chats podcast. Go over there on Twitter, Casa Loud Chats, to check out the latest episode I did with my friend Jaw as we talked about the Casa Grande episodes. And yeah, that's that's me. You know, I do art. I do the podcast and I just do what I do. So yeah, follow me there. And um, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Wyoming Parmesan. Oh, it's in the it's in the chat now. <laughs> and my inst and I also have Instagram. It's Wyoming two thousand sixteen, and that's where like if um. You guys want to see more of like my kind of personal life. Like I post stuff on there. I just forget. And I also write stuff sometimes. So on both fanfiction.net and um, archive of our own, I'm also Wyoming Parmesan on there. So check those out too. <laughs> and uh, I'm, <clears throat> I'm Sarah and I'm at Sarah and Santiago everywhere. Uh, it's it's and I stream here on Twitch as well, games regularly. 
Uh, it's mostly in the mornings because that's when I'm freest. But I need to do some evening streams to get the this crowd out here for some game nights. Uh, but yeah, thanks again, guys. It's been f four months. It was a lot of rescheduling, but we finally did it. Actually, a time we can actually fit our schedule in, so it's awesome that we actually were able to get this done. Yeah, I think I think our next one because I know we talked in four about the the fan pitch episode. We need to get around <laughs> yeah. to doing that. I think uh, that should yeah. be our next trio sessions. I just need to get my like notebook down and look at like all the <laughs> all the all the things I put on wrote down that I need ideas for. <laughs> Yeah, we'll be doing a uh, game night in the um, Discord server next week. Probably Smash next week. But, uh... Fun. Yeah, that's it. Thanks again for everyone coming out. Uh, this archive will be up on Monday. If I know none of you missed it, but for those that missed it or just want to watch it again. That's going to do it. We'll see you next time.